This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit Scoreline.ie. KCLR Live Sport. The Alliance Hurling League, Division 2A, Round 2, Carlo versus Westmeath. With thanks to FlynnsMetalRecycling.com. Good for the planet, great for your pockets. Yes, a very good afternoon. You're welcome over here live to Netwatch Cullen Park for the Allianz National Hurling League clash between Carlo and Westmead. Two old foes renewing their rivalry here once again. They met in the Kyoko final a number of weeks back and it was Westmead who were successful on the day. But by God, down through the years have these two sides had serious, serious battles. A man who has been a part of many of those battles is Mr James Hickey who joins me on analysis this afternoon. James, uh, good to be back alongside you here on the KCLR Airways once again. How's things with you? Yeah, not too bad at all. Great to be back. Look, looking forward to this today. It's going to be a huge, huge test for Carlo, I suppose. How would we put it? Um, a very experienced Westmead team coming up against a kind of a Carlo team in transition. I suppose the last few years, we've had the number on them um, there, 2018, 2019, etc. And then kind of Westmead, the last couple of years, have come to the fore themselves. Uh, we're going into transition a bit. They're pushing on. Current Joe McRain and champions uh, involved in the Leinster Championship this year. Look, this will be a huge test for us today. Um, look, if you go through the Westmead team there, Tommy Doyle, centre-back, current Joe Mac player of the year. They have seven Joe Mac All-Stars on this team. Carlo, on the other hand, look, we're without Marty today. Um, going to be a big loss. Hurting themselves the other night, I suppose. Was injured last Sunday above and down. Played uh, Fitzgibbon the other night. Great win, by the way. Congratulations to Carlo IT on that. Uh, great week ahead for, for all Carlo people involved in that. And, but Marty will be a huge loss to us today. And um, Ted Joyce is in there. Look, Ted is a formidable player for Mount Leinster Rangers the last couple of years. He's, he's had a couple of uh, unfortunate injuries as well. But look, he's full of running. His touch is good. And look, he's going to come in there. And look, he'll, he'll add to that as well. He absolutely will, and I suppose, you know, we, we watched this given game during the week, it was an absolute cracker between IT Carlo and UCC, and, you know, it is a pity to lose Mouse, he's, he's struggled kind of over the last year, knee injury, um, going back 12 months ago, which he recovered so quickly from, and had great form in the latter stages of the club championship, and obviously now with the grind, and look, it's not an injury that you're going to shake off in a couple of days, and maybe, as you say, you know, one eye on the Fitzgibbon and, and all that too, but um, Westmead appeared to be going very, very well. Um, a very good manager in Joe Fortune was with Valley Bowden St. Enders, I think, for um, a long period of time and enjoyed major success with them. And what Westmead seem to have done is uh, held on to a lot of those experienced players. They're, they're not really shown of, of much experience in comparison to Carlo, I feel. Like, I'm looking down through the subs bench and you see Derek McNicholas's name there. He's on the go a long, long time. I think maybe for all the Christy rings that they um, have to their name, I think he's been there. Like So, He's um, a serious operator, and that experience will obviously be a big factor from a Westmead point of view this afternoon. 100%, yeah. Look, they're, um, they're big names. Look, if you go through, um, starting with your team there, Dara Egerton, the cornerback, like he's a Joe Mac All-Star. Tommy Doyle, centre-back, Joe Mac All-Star. Agnes Clark, middle of the field, Joe Mac All-Star. Nigel Mitchell, wing forward, Joe Mac All-Star. Inside there, Killian Doyle. Look, we all know about Killian and Kieran in the full forward line. Jack Gillen last Sunday against Kerry scored 2-6, you know, and... He's on the freeze for him. He scored uh, one five from play. He scored a penalty from a, from a, a, early in the second half, which really put him on the on the on the front foot and they pushed on from there. But you go through their bench. Look, David Glenn is not listed in the team. He's not list, listed on the bench. Former Galway hurler. He's a Joe Mac All-Star as well. Robbie Gravel, a Joe Mac All-Star. So they're coming in here with a few injuries as well. But look, they're a well-balanced team. And look, let's not cut ourselves and. 
I know all the matches in Carlo. For a lot of these Carlo lads that have got first game time during the three Kyo Cup games and last Sunday, this, today is the test. Today is where they'll find out you're playing a physical team in Westmead. You're playing a team that's been conditioned to get ready for the Leinster Championship. So by no means this is going to be a cakewalk. This is going, for us, if we got two points today, in my opinion, it'd be a brilliant result for us. I think it's a case that Carlo need two points today, having lost last weekend, you know, and again, that wasn't any great surprise. Uh, 210 to 112 in the end, they were just paved with a late goal, and uh, we've all spoken about, I suppose, how, how difficult that is to, to go to in terms of going to Ballycran. But, um, you know, Westmead don't mind coming down here, they came down a few weeks ago and won. Um, they certainly would be well positioned to, to do so again today. And uh, as you said, look, there's never a whole lot between them. So what we'll do is, we'll, just when we have a couple of minutes before throwing, we'll go down through the two teams. So Caroline out with Brian Tracy of Navon and goal. The full back line, Paul Doyle, St. Mullins. Uh, Connor Lawler wears three, the man from Carlotown. And in the left corner is Michael Doyle from Mullins Rangers. Half back line, Jack McCullough of Town Gales wears five. Dermot Bourne at six from Mullins Rangers. And then in left half back, you have Jack Cadden of St. Mullins. Middle of the field, another St. Mullins man, Connor Keogh, joined by Fieger Fitzpatrick from Mullins Rangers. Two very good young hurlers. The half forward line, John Doyle, another good young hurler joined there by Chris Nolan of MLR and Kevin McDonald, his clubmate. Full forward line then Dean Tobin on his surrenders, John Michael Nolan of Navon and Marty Cavanagh is not playing if you just joined us. Ted Joyce comes in instead of him at the left corner forward position. Marty picking up an injury for IT Carlo during the week. So Westmead line out, just one change in personnel from the match day programme. Niall Connolly of Lockley and Gales in the goal. The full back line, Dara Egerton, Tron Kill, Connor Shaw of Brownstown, a full back, and coming in wearing 21 is Shane McGovern instead of Johnny Birmingham. The half back line, then Aaron Craig of St Oliver Plunkus, Tommy Doyle, a well known player up and down the country from Loch Lean Gales as well, is at number six. And then at left half back is Jack Galvin of Cullion. Middle of the field, Cormac Boyle of Raharney, joined by Angus Clark, the joint captain from Castletown Gagan. Half forward line, yes. Kevin Regan, this is going to be a difficulty throughout the afternoon. Uh, I think one is enough for anyone, isn't it, James? But anyway, he wears 10. Joey Boyle at 11 from Raharney. And Niall Mitchell of Clonkill then wears 12. The full forward line, Jack Gillen, Kieran Dyle, and his twin brother, Killian Dyle, who is also the giant captain. A very potent forward line, I think, from a Westmead point of view, James. And Killian Dyle, last year, in my opinion, scored arguably the greatest point I've seen in the game of Hurling. It was the closest thing, maybe, to Owen Quigley's strike for Wexford in 05 that I've seen. And to give the listeners a kind of a visual on what it was, he was standing on the 65, out near the sideline, and doubled on a ball, Bay of Root style. And straight between the sticks she went. So these boys are serious operators. Ah, uh, these boys are serious operators, yeah. And look, he's he's knocking around a long time there. And look, Niall Mitchell too, win forward. For me, I suppose a lot a lot of hinge on midfield today. You know, you have Conor Keogh and Fikra, two relatively young men. You know, coming up again, Agnes Stark, who's been there a long time, and Cormac Boyle. I expect Chris Noel not to start at 11. I, I'll expect him to go inside, and John Michael maybe to come out because you know we need that kind of potentness inside like John, John Michael for us will probably offer us a better outlay in the half hour line a big strong man under the high ball it's great to see him back there he came on last Sunday there and got a goal but as you said referring back to it this West Me team in the forwards they're balanced you know they know each other they've playing they're playing each other the last few years together so they have a lot of games together as where if you look at the Carlo inside line like John Dial first year you know, I know Mac is there wing forward, Chris Nolan, Dean Tobin back from injury, back from the cruciate injury, missed all last year. So look, that Carlo forward line won't have as many games played together. But look, hopefully we can turn ball in the middle of the field. If we can turn ball in the middle of the field today, look, we'll we'll we should be there thereabouts. There's a strong wind there blowing down the field. So look, it'll be interesting to see who will go with that. Hopefully Carlo will start and go with that because you know hopefully you get a few early scores. 
Absolutely. Well, the coverage today is in association with Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service, Carlo. Top rates for all types of metal. See flynnsmetalrecycling.com. We also have a match competition today. You could get a three-course meal for two people at Chalk Dolman Pub and Restaurant in the heart of Carlo. James Hickey, my analyst, will announce his choice for man of the match at the end of today's game. On Monday morning's KCLR breakfast, then, um, you'll need to text James's choice plus your name to 0833069696 and the prize could be yours. So get the text in during the day, during the game itself. Winner announced tomorrow morning on KCLR Breakfast. That's an association with Chuck Dolman, pub and restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting. As we pause for Ron Avine in Netwatch Cullen Park. There you have it, Ron Levine, Blair's out here in Netwatch Cullen Park, and uh, we are looking forward to what should be an absolute cracker. Lovely conditions here, it has to be said, pitch looking great. Uh, a bit of paint over on the, the far dugout as well, looks uh, fairly fresh, and uh, a nice bit of uh, infrastructure across the way too, with the cameraman here, presumably for maybe TG Catter on, uh, on Monday night. So uh, yeah, we're all set and ready to go, Carlo will play into the uh, Deer Park end in the first half. Our referee for uh, this afternoon is Mikey Kennedy of uh, Tipperary kickstart what will be a mammoth afternoon of hurling here on the KCLR Airways because coming up at 3.45, Kilkenny and Tip renew their rivalry, so the full live commentary of that one as well ball in, game on and away with it come Westmead with Joey Boyle from Raharney ushers it in towards Killian Dyle, good defending from Carlo in the early stages as Dermot Byrne blasts out with the ball, goes up along the sideline here on the stand side feeds Chris Nolan who in turn Lays it off to Kevin McDonald, who looks to get Carlo off the mark with the opening score of the afternoon and a well worked one as well, James. Yeah, great score there. Connor Lawler there for the listeners at home. Westmead were on the attack. Great tackle, patient, took the ball off to Westmead man. Jim McBurn intercepted, drove it up to the forward line, and great score. Great score indeed. Puck out taken by Noel Connolly. It's a short one as well. Connor Shaw breaking out from the full back position. Switches it across to Killian Dyle. Wearing 15, but uh, prominent out on the half-forward line on the stand side here. And there's a couple of switches on the Westmead side. Coming up from what was supposed to be the left cornerback position is uh, Shane McGovern. And dealing with that one is Jack McCullough, the man from Bagnastown Gales. Finds Fieger Fitzpatrick. Has a man breathing down his neck. That is Joey Boyle. And Carl looked to switch it over to the terrace side where Jack Kavanagh has a bit of time and space to survey his options. Two men inside in that full forward line against two Westmead defenders. John Michael Owen, the intended target. And Westmead mopping up there with Aaron Craig from St. Oliver Plunkett's. Lays it off to McGovern again. Westmead going through the hands and standing and striking there was Jack Galvin. That doesn't work out. Not an inter-county hurling and Carl get the hook in. And again it's with Jack Kavanagh who feeds Fieger Fitzpatrick. 
on the halfway line goes off on a solo run gets past three Westmead players has time for a strike will this go in and over the bar I think it might be telling to the left and it is indeed so James um, you know Carlo have settled I would say they have settled yeah. they're playing the ball around lovely there in the backs they're looking for the manager just not hitting it aimlessly and Fico was very unlucky there not to get another score yeah short puck out again from Westmead and it's Cormac Boyle who is on the receiving end of that one Dara Egerton coming out from right corner back Spoons it forward and Westmead retain things. Here comes Angus Clark. Serious operator, this fella. Feeds Joey Boyle and that's a great flick in there. I think it was Michael Dyle got the flick. Super flick. And Carlo looked to go on the attack now again. Tommy Dyle wearing six is playing a fullback it seems. And he switches it to the goalkeeper, Noel Connolly again. Out the stand side it comes now. Good bit of zip on that one. Aaron Craig takes a touch. Has time to send it down this stand side again to Killian Dyle who has been marked very tightly by Jack McCullough no nonsense hurling there from Jack strikes off the left in on top of John Michael Nolan Tommy Dyle underneath it as well two absolute monsters of men in fairness on the edge of the square and James I'm looking forward to 70 minutes of that yeah look Carlo have gone with John Michael inside and look there is going to be a huge battle there but just for Michael Dyle's interception there like that was a two on one there was a man outside there Jacqueline was outside Joey Boyle it was a simple hand pass and Michael Dyle came across and there was a goal there there was a let off absolutely outstanding tackle super tackle indeed ball in again and Michael Dyle mopping up feeds his club mate Dermot Bourne who strikes off the left down that terrace side intercepted beautifully I might add by Angus Clark super touch and he should win himself a free here referee says play on Carlo tackling hard and maybe a little bit on the edge and they force Westmead into handling the ball on the ground so it will be a, an opportunity here for Carlo to get their second score with three and a half minutes on the clock. They are a point to the good. And uh, the taker of this, is it Kevin McDonald standing over it? Yeah, it looks like Kevin Mack, yeah. But I suppose the big thing here for the first three or four minutes of the match is Carlo backs are like, they're man-to-man. They're getting in those tackles. They're very calm and composed when they have the ball. And look, they've, they've settled very well against that potent forward liner. They have indeed. Kevin McDonald from his own 65 Super strike from Kevin McDonald. Does it have the accuracy? Yes, it does. What a strike that is. Four minutes on the clock. Two points, Carlo. Westmead yet to get off the mark. So I suppose when you're looking out there, we haven't seen Kevin McDonald hitting freeze too much. I would have saw him doing it underage and doing it to a very good um, degree as well. And he's on the ball once more. Can he add one from play? Strikes it off the left. Yeah. Ah, yes, he can. Super play from Kevin McDonald, which segues us nicely into talking about him. Kind of like a silent assassin. Doesn't always get spoken about, but always plays well. Ah, yeah, he's 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 always there. He's he's, you know, he's plugging away, and he's not one of the big names, but he always delivers. And two super scores from him. Yep, absolutely brilliant. Dara Egerton drives a long ball in on top of Niall Mitchell, who's gone to full forward for Westmead. Connor Lawler there as well, and Dermot Bourne with the loose ball Joe Fortune the Westmead manager says steps referee says play on and again it's in the top of John Michael oh what a take over Tommy Dyle's head he goes to the ground he has to offload the ball unfortunately it uh, doesn't work out in Carlo's favour but this is going to be some tussle you're looking at two heavyweights out there on the edge of the square a uh, super block as well from Ted Joyce he's uh, forced Westmead into an error so I, I think you know we speak about work rate and it's cliched a little bit but Carlo are bringing it here oh Carlo are bringing it Jet the game plan seems to be Get the ball, be patient, but once you come to the kind of our half-back line, let it in on top of John Michael, the boys are giving him space one-on-one in there. They are, yeah, and Westmead aren't really offering back to cover it off either, which is uh, a good thing from a Carlo point of view, I suppose. Here they are again now with Fieger Fitzpatrick. 
breaking inside the Westmead 65 he's heading for the 45 he has a man out to his left that's Kevin McDonald McDonald uh, doesn't get a first time or second time or third time gets it at the fourth attempt skips inside one hand passes it off across two Fitzpatrick once more he'll have all the time in the world to get a shot away can he put this over the bar in goes the strike off the right is it going to keep yep. in? Yes, it is. So four points, Carlo. No score to Westmead. That's a superstar. Yeah, dear, my burners have to get on three or four balls there. I know the play is so fast there. He's probably, it's not probably being mentioned at home, but Fitzpatrick is hovering around the middle of the field and he's picking up. He's on every ball there. He's looking for everything and that was a super score. Great score indeed. Westmead are fond of this short puck out, James. They are, yeah. Angus Clark wearing nine, but seems to be playing a centre-back. I think at yeah, the moment moving around everywhere here yeah plenty of moving indeed Connor Shaw's in the long one yeah and look Dean Reborn the heat map is definitely in as is Michael Diles he's been on serious ball also and Jack Cavanagh to be fair and Jack goes back to Brian Tracy that's brilliant hurling yep plenty of composure now here comes the long one and again it's 2-1-2 inside and again it's Tommy Dyle and John Michael Nolan rising for it can John Michael pick up the loose ball yes he can he's blocked down superbly from Tommy Dyle but it might break inside to Chris Nolan Nolan tracked by Angus Clark, has time for a strike, Go goes for goal and doesn't quite get the desired purchase on it and it's Noel Condy who uh, drives it down the field once more. Kevin McDonald again there as is Fieger Fitzpatrick now in possession. Jack Kavanagh looks to switch it back to another Jack, Mr McCullough and it doesn't work out, Kieran Dial cops that one, tries to pick out his brother Killian, two Carlo men after him, one of those is Dermot Bourne. Ball switched out. Plenty of time here for Kevin Regan to drive it in. And that's gone in. And that's gone over the bar. So we enabled like that. So it can only go over, James. It can only go over, yeah. <laughs> so four points to one. Look, um, probably first attack, real attack. And, and it, it, they had to get that one from about 60 yards. But um, no, Carlo are definitely going well here. And look, Westmead will be happy to get that. That will settle him a bit. I will indeed. I hope he doesn't get the ball too often now. That's making things a little bit awkward. <laughs> Here's Brian Tracy sending it way down the field just on the edge of the far D and it breaks out to Ted Joyce Joyce blocked down by Tommy Dial. loose ball favours Carlo Jack Kavanagh from just inside the Westmead 65 says I'll have a go at that and Jack Kavanagh has registered Carlo's fifth point eight minutes on the clock five points Carlo one point Westmead super play yeah but that ball was blocked down on the Westmead 21 yard line Fieker Fitzpatrick came in picked it up and drove a ball back 40 yards to Jack Kavanagh 60 yards out put it straight over the bar that's great play Super play indeed. Pogo taken once more. And again, Jack McCullough underneath it. Flying it here at right half back. Sends it down towards John Michael Lone, who this time is out on the wing. And a little bit liberal with the hurl there, possibly yellow card. Yeah, right in front of the referee. Look, he, he'll be disappointed with that one. But I think, I suppose, a disappointing fact for Carlo, I suppose, they're after getting blocked down two or three times there up in the half forward line, full forward line, when they had men coming off the shoulders, you know. And I suppose the big thing here for Carlo today is just to keep the scoreboard ticking over. Chris probably should have put that over the bar, that last one he went for goal, because it was a complete miss here. But look, that's Chris, he's potent. And, uh, you know, he has the nerve to do that from time to time, where others might just tap it over the bar. He's always looking for the onion bag. But look, it's, uh, this will probably be a scoreable free now for Westmead from their own half-back line. Yeah, it's Killian Doyle who's come all the way back to take it as well. Should have the range. Great connection, and that looks good from here, James. Yeah, great score. Yeah, yeah. super score. Five points to two. At this level, though, Kevin, look, these inter-county hurlers, they get a ball now 65, 70 yards out, a free, you know, nine times out of ten, it's score. Yeah, big time. Agree wholeheartedly as Brian Tracy takes a puck out, a 1-2. 
is how it turned out to be with uh, Conor Lawler and he sent it all the way down on top of the Westmead 14 yard line break might favour Dean Tobin but Westmead are back there in Paxton again Tommy Dyle picks up that loose ball and finds Killian Dyle he might have a go for here no he says I'll try switch it Michael Dyle reads it and the loose ball goes to Jack Cavanagh who hands it back to Dermot Byrne slick play here from the Carlow men in goes Fitzpatrick once more Jack McCullough had a bit of time but hesitates slightly gets it at the second attempt and in fairness Westmead have turned it over to their credit and a switch ball in there from Killian Doyle into Niall Mitchell Mitchell from Clonkill dishes it back out to uh, Kevin Regan once more and that's gone in and that's gone to the left and wide someone said that's probably more like Kevin Regan yeah but that was a let off there you know we had, we had two and chances that's me no not him but, yeah, uh, but anyway yeah look in fairness that was great work wasn't it yeah it was great work yeah, Jack, Jack got the ball look he done well to get the ball initially but then you know man off his shoulder again that simple pop pass instead of that you know goes to strike gets blocked down uh, Westmead have gone with two inside they're bringing out uh, Killian Dyle out into the middle of the field here, half hour line. He's roaming around. Michael Dyle seems not to be following him. He seems to come as far as the 65, but that's kind of his limit switch. He's not going any farther. But like definitely those two boys. What's right? The Westmead tactic here is to get the ball, just let it in on top of the two boys inside. Yeah. In fairness, like out of all the forwards there, like um, Riga would be the less known, I suppose. And he has started the game very well. Scored a good point. Looks lively and uh, causing a bit of trouble. But like. Westmead are starting to settle now a little bit and get into the pitch of the game, aren't they, in fairness? They are, yeah, and with 11 minutes gone, it's five points to do. Look, we'll definitely take the three-point lead, but as you say, Westmead are definitely, they're coming now at the moment. Throw they ball. Indeed. And now, look, all of a sudden, you're you're looking at uh, what will probably be a two-point game with uh, 11 minutes on the clock. Yeah, but if you take it, like, Westmead have two points on the board. One of them for a foul, you know, a needless flick of the hurl. Second one, we got turned over in possession a kind of a silly mistake as well and that time again another silly mistake given a hand pass intercepted but like it's not that Westmead are dominant it's that Carlo are starting to make mistakes now mm-hmm. and they're getting punished and Jack Gillen will look to add insult to injury here from the 45 yard line from this place ball Point Tracy gets Paul Dial on the goal line alongside him just in case strike goes in low trajectory but it's gone over the bar so 5 points Carlo 3 points Westmead and of course in association this afternoon with Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service Carlo top rates for all types of metal see flynnsmetalrecycling.com Brian Tracy surveying the options once more looks like he's going to go down that terrace side Kevin McDonald underneath it and uh, Ted Joyce looking to read the break but Connor Shaw is the man who breaks out with it and feeds Angus Clark off on a solo run Kevin McDonald hot on his heels Dermot Bourne looks to cut it out so too does Michael Dyle and in fairness Michael Dyle got something on that bit of contact on the Westmead player too but he eyes only for the ball here's John Dyle from St Mullins tries to get down over that one big strapping young man in fairness John Dyle who's just broken onto the scene here's McGovern looking to feed Dyle and Dyle has been fouled by Dean Tobin now all of a sudden James we're probably looking at one point game and you know, I know sometimes they're freeze, you can get tangled up and all, but discipline, you don't want it to go against you. No, like, like for the listeners at home, like, Michael Dyle really committed there on a, on a kind Body of a 70 30 ball and intercepted it, and it was an absolutely brilliant tackle, and the ref way of play on because he knew he, he was committed. And then for, you know, the ball just to come up and give away a needless free like that. And as I said, if Carlo just settled here another little bit and just stopped making those silly mistakes, you know, they're well in this game, like. So standing over this one again is uh, Jack Gillen looking to add to his tally. 
bend. Here comes the lift, and there's the strike from just inside the 65-yard line. And once more, no mistake from Jack Gillen. So five points, Carlo, four points, Westmead, and uh, all the play for. So going to be a few twists and turns in this now. I think, uh, you know, I mentioned the battle already with, with Tommy Dyle and, and John Michael Nolan. Um, Dyle, in fairness, in my opinion, would make fullback on any team in the country. He's been brilliant for them. 100%, yeah. He, and John Michael is after coming out now into the half-hour line, and Chris has gone in on the edge of the square. That's a super flick up there by uh, John Dial, and he feeds figure for Patrick. He's forced to go backwards. Good touch from Jack McCullough. He strikes off the right from just outside the 45. It's in around the house. John Michael underneath it gets the, the palm on it, and it breaks loose inside the small parallelogram. Can anyone take charge of that? Ball on the ground at the moment. And pulling first time there was Chris Nolan, but unfortunately, a fresh air job, and a big hit goes in from John Michael Nolan. Referee says play on. Westmead get the loose ball with Dara Egerton. He's gone short, and it's a, a sloppy enough pass, but it might work out for the Maroon men's favour. They've worked it through the hands. It's loose again. McGovern is left with a bit of work to do. And three Carroll players in there, followed by another three Westmead players. And it's uh, Joey Boyle, again a man of serious experience, who's uh, kicking this one forward. Getting back there is another man of experience. That's Mr. Michael Doyle from Ollis Surrenders, wearing four this afternoon but playing a little bit further out from that corner just to, in terms of where the man has taken him and Jack Cavanagh has plenty of time to survey some options here that's a little bit there of uh, Fieger Fitzpatrick it has to be said and Westmead could turn this one over uh, Fitzpatrick does ever so well to get the second ball and hands it out to Jack McCullough and the referee awards Carlo free so we're making life a bit difficult on ourselves at times are we? We are yeah but if, if we probably survey the first 15 minutes you know Fieger Fitzpatrick seems to be the goal to man when he's involved in the play things are happening for Carlo today you know yeah he's flying it in fairness you'd never think that it's only you know he's only in there a year or two like so credit to him here's Ted Joyce back out to Chris Nolan strikes over the left shoulder it's just gone to the right and wide in fairness Sam Chris he's played a lot of hurling over the last few weeks he was superb in that Fitzgibbon game the night wasn't he ah he was superb yeah and look it's you know and that's telling on the body this time of the year you know People think these lads are conditioned and they're, you know, they're able to play week in, week out, two matches a week. But the ground is heavy this time of the year, you know, it pulls the legs away, and that's how you pick up these injuries, you know. Yeah, my name's has gone off, so that's saved me a bit of hardship. Thirty minutes, Nicholas is in for uh, Kevin Regan on the Westmead team there. Just after I said he was going all right. But you didn't last long. No, and after scoring a point from play as well, in fairness. But uh, yeah, McNicholas, a man of serious experience and caliber, as we all know. Here comes Michael Dial. Uh, loose pass, in fairness. And Jack McCullough goes in, puts everything on the line, gets man ball and everything, and the loose one favours Michael Doyle this time. There's a bit of a clash. Like, you have to admire the bravery of these Carroll defenders. They're putting everything on the line. And unfortunately, look, a Westmead man is on the ground, but there's nothing dirty about it. The ball was there, he got the ball, and just a bit of a collision afterwards. Yeah, like, Westmead have four points on the board, right? They're after scoring three frees. They haven't scored a free from inside the Carroll 65. Everything has been outside of it. The backs are dealing uh, really well with the Westmead forwards. But it's just, we're, we'd be going really, really well now if we can just eradicate those silly mistakes, stop the fouling, and look, the ref, to be fair to him, is having a great game here. He's letting the game go. If it's a free, it's a free, but he's he's not looking for frees here. He's letting it go. Yeah, definitely. So, 17 minutes on the clock. It remains. Carlo, five points. Westmead, four. Uh, usually, around now, we'll be having a water break, and from my point of view, I'm so glad to see them gone. Yeah, and just, yeah, 100%. Yeah, look, it's... I didn't mind him. I, I found that you know, they did help you just to get that minute. If a game was going again, yeah, you know, it can settle the things down. And um, look, they're gone. Look, they're just, they were never part of the game until COVID came. And look, 
Jeez, God, COVID's gone now, Will. It's not gone fully, but look, we're over that, the worst of it, and look, it's back to 30, 35 minutes aside. Yeah, sure is, and it will be Carlo that'll have a free, just a one of those possession frees that you can't score from. You'd have your work out score from there, and Brian Tracy pretty fancy, but nevertheless, they'll have to pass it. Dermot will have a pop here, it's a, but he will have to he will have to pass it, but he'll, he'll definitely be popping probably. in around the house, yeah. yeah. Oh, McCabe is in there for Westmead as well. We'll get uh, clarity on that change in a moment. I think it's a blood sub probably for Killian Dylas. Carlo get things back underway again with Chris Nolan. Nolan breaking inside. Might think about a goal. Strike goes in and it comes off a Westmead defender. I think it would have been Angus Tark. More by, uh, not so much by design, I would say. Just putting himself in the, in a position to, to get close to block it down. But uh, when you do that, often the favours you. So, yeah, look, they're, they're threatening. I think there's goals in that uh, Carlo attack in fairness. Um, the space has been left there for it, which is the crucial thing. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There probably is, but I think it's so important, like, you know, in a game of this magnitude that we just keep popping the balls over the bar, you know. Mm-hmm. John Dyle looking to do just that. Sends it in high and sends it over the bar. So six points, Carlo, four points, Westmead. James, I'd say it's about ten minutes since we scored. Yeah, it's about ten minutes since we scored, but that, that's great scoring. You know, delighted for John there, you know, his first year on the panel. And, you know, it does take a few games to get you up to the speed of, and the tempo of games of this mm. magnitude, you know, playing against teams like this. But fair play to him, that was a super score. It was indeed. He played very well against Mead in the Kyo Cup as well. Did you? Yeah. that day. I thought he was fantastic. He, great man to feel the ball and very much there on merit. As Westmead looked to launch a counter-attack once more through Shane McGovern striking off the left. Oh, a dangerous ball in towards Niall Mitchell. Conor Lawler tracking all the way, looking to spoil. Can Mitchell get a strike away? He can get a pass away. And it's over to Gillen. Gillen tries to skip inside, and he shoots. And that one is borderline, I would say, but the umpire is given a point. Yeah, it was. He blazed it. But look, look, listen, Conor Lawler is having a great game there. You know, anything goes in, he's dealing with it. And, you know, that was a one on one situation. He took the ball back off, off the Westby forward, and, you know, it broke out. And, look, Jacqueline picked it up and put it over the bar. But, look. I let off there, but six points to five. Look, we're going all right. We're going to about Brian Tracy um, slowing things slightly for a minute, I suppose, just to get Carlo composed once more. It's Westmead who won the puck out with Derek McNicholas. And he feeds, or tried to feed, Owen McCabe. It was a loose ball. And Jack Kavanagh in a race for possession with his opposite number, Jack Galvin. Now in goes Ted Joyce. Joyce skips inside two will be tacklers. And picks out Conor Keogh. That's a big hit and a fair hit by Joey Boyle on Conor Keogh. And Keogh does very well to pass it back to his midfield partner. That, of course, is Fieger Fitzpatrick. What a score for Fitzpatrick. Literally on the halfway line. Ah, yeah, when he's on the ball, you know, things are happening today. And that's a super score, you know. That's his second point. Yeah, yeah, he's been very good at fairness. McDonald, you know, very fruitful on the score in front as well. Three points, I think, I have Kevin down for. Yeah. Get the first yeah. score from play and then got a free and another one from play just after that. So... The, the radar is definitely in with 20 minutes on the clock Carlo 7 points Westmead 5 puck out taken again and again it's uh, Kevin McDonald who gets that loose ball this man can play anywhere from 2 up to 15 can even play in the goal I'd say if you wanted him to and that's uh, a very ambitious strike from Jack McCullough it's gone out I think that's uh, maybe a third wide for third Carlo wide, yeah. so probably need to use the ball a little bit better in that situation there yeah and there's something happening here now but Kevin Mack, he's such an honest hurler, like you know, he's he's around, he's actually around a long time, but he's he's such an honest hurler, and and as you said, he he probably doesn't always get the headlines, but um, he's always there and he's always in the thick of it. But we said before the game how important the midfield battle will be here today, and like Conor Kehoe and and Fikir 
they're definitely getting the better of the exchanges at the moment. Is that Marty Kauna as our Hurley boy on the far side that's been spoken to by the referee? Don't know, I'd have to get the binoculars for that yeah, one. The vision wouldn't be that good now, but it's a yellow card on you. I think it is. It's very like him anyway. Anyway, a member of the Carlow background team has got a yellow card on the far side for, um, I don't know what went on. Where about having um, eyesight to see across to the far side, and we certainly don't have hearing that'll get us yeah. across there anyway. Here's speaker again. Yeah, super busy. Up to John Doyle, now it's with Conor Keogh. Conor Keogh has a goal ah, from super. underneath the stand. Is that coming in? Ah, the crowd brilliant. like it. The umpire likes it as well. Eight points, Carlo. Five points to Westmead. So Fika Fitzpatrick wins the book out, gives a lovely 20-yard pass to John Dial. Doesn't even look, just gives it off the shoulder to Conor Keogh and bang. That's, that's, that's hurling at its best. And simple hurling, you know. Off the shoulder. Two Carlo players in action for uh, DCU in the Ashburn Cup final uh, this afternoon. That's uh, Catherine Kavanagh and... Katie, Gary Murphy, and seven points to one. They're ahead at the moment as another long range strike Brilliant. goes in. Super stuff, James. Yeah, Ted Joyce there, super score, but again, broke down by Kevin McDonald. Telly's on to the break, picks it up, 55 yards out, smack splits the post. And again, um, just on that on the Ashburn Cup, yeah, two girls involved, and best of luck to the two of them, and managed by our own Seamus Kelly and, and Seamus O'Brien. So, wish them all the best today. Yeah, the very best indeed. Westmead switching. The play right down the heart of the Carroll defence, but in that pivot position is Dirma Byrne, who plucks it and delivers it straight up to Chris Nolan. Nolan has three tacklers. One of those has tackled a little bit high. Referee says play on, and Chris has probably given himself a little bit too much work to do here now, and Westmead get back there and packs. Carlo commit the foul, and Figgis Patrick might be potentially in a little bit of bother here. I'd say yellow, possibly. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been in that situation because Chris had the ball. There was three lads around him. All he had to do was lay the ball Pop back. You know, and he just takes that, that extra second, you know, and the next thing the ball hits the deck, Westmead lad comes in and, and, and Figure goes to make the tackle. Now, he was falling. Look, he, he connected with the head a little. He gets the yellow card for his troubles. But, um, look, I suppose after 24 minutes gone here, Carlo will definitely be the happier of the two. Um, we're probably making life harder on ourselves than it needs to be when we use the ball the way it should be used. Like, to be fair, and I'd say you would agree with me here, like, Carlo are doing all the hurling here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Carlo could be 10 points. There could be 10 points in this game now. Mm. It's only these... Silly mistakes and a bit silly, of discipline, silly I think, mistakes. is keeping Westmead in, in fairness. Like, and, and look, that's calling it straight. If, if it was the other way around, we'd be saying it as well. It's, not that. Yeah. it's just because it's the, the home side and... Uh, Anyway, getting back with the play, Westmead with Derry McNicholas, or venture forward. McNicholas on the 14 yard line, great little flick there by Conor Lauder. And Westmead are on the loose ball once more, and super tackling again from Carlo. This time, Paul Dial, he hands it out to Jack Cavanagh, St. Mullins clubmate. Jack has time to look up and look to, to uh, switch the ball over towards Ted Joyce. Joyce has a yard and goes off on a second solo. Needs to uh, play this off the ground, or else, even better, find a teammate. He has done, and that's John Dyle, and that's a super ball inside towards Kevin McDonald. McDonald has a man breathing down his neck. That is Jack Galvin, and McDonald will have to try and have a second bite at this. Flicks it out over Angus Clark's head, and Clark gets back, goes to ground, and the referee might have to throw this one in. There's plenty of bodies there. In fact, he doesn't, because he's gone out for a 65. So uh, you could tell Mac is after doing a lot of uh, work because when he was going over for that ball, I don't know if he's quite a full pelt. Maybe just trying to get the breath back slightly. He's been so busy. Yeah, he's been so busy. Yeah, he was under a bit of pressure going for that one, but a lovely little ball back to 
to John Doyle there and he played a lovely little ball into Very the cute corner. Ball, yeah. yeah, it was a lovely intelligent ball. You know, when there was nothing mm. else on, he just let it in along the floor into the corner. He didn't get blocked down, didn't waste it, didn't get blown for overcarrying, he just let it into the corner. He gave Mac an opportunity and look we we get to sixty five. But definitely look, Carlo will definitely be delighted here, you know. We're we're four points up, heading towards half time after doing all the hurling, you know, so this the backs are definitely outstanding today, like they're they have the matchups well, you know, they're there's probably not one with me forward there at the moment that you could say is winning these battle, but um you know the backs are dealing with everything there that comes down top and they are indeed. Kevin McDonald will take this 65. Just underneath the stand in front of us, scoring or attempting to score into the uh, Deer Park end. Lifts and strikes. The uh, accuracy leaving a good bit to be desired, and John Michael Nolan can't keep it in place. So another wide there for Carroll Lads. A reminder the Corbridge Inn Association uh, this afternoon with uh, Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service Carroll. Top rates for all types of metal you see. FlynnsMetalRecycling.com and also don't forget our Man of the Match competition today comes with a meal voucher for two from our friends at Chalk Dolman Pub and Restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting so James is going to pick a Man of the Match for us after this game and then uh, tomorrow morning you'll need to text that choice uh, followed by your name to uh, 083 306 9696 all association with Chalk Dolman Pub and Restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting so be keeping an eye on that there's a few contenders there at the minute, they're standing out. Uh, certainly, Kevin McDonald flying it. Chris Patrick going well. Dara Byrne going well. Um, and all the Rangers that's going well, which you would be happy with. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, look, today as well, Carlo. But look, Conor Lawler there is outstanding. Jack McCullough there at wing back. He's playing really, really well. John Dial wing forward. Like To be fair, Carlo are hurling really well here. They are indeed. Brian Tracy with the free. Down on top of John Michael Nolan again. His number one club mate. Dean Tobin trying to uh, get that loose ball. Westmead very strong in the tackle. And Tobin, in fairness, got it unfavourably. Hands it out to Chris Nolan. Nolan strikes off the left, and that's gone in and over the bar. Fair play to Dean Tobin, because I thought he'd actually um, you know, lost out in that situation. Worked hard to get it back. Popped it out. Easy point for Chris. But great work, Tobin. Yeah, brilliant work, Tobin. And but when Chris got that ball that time, 40 yards out, just bang. And like if Chris does that, you know, it makes such a difference, you know. Keep popping the ball over the bar. Shane McGovern in towards, oh, Derek McNicholas, who has a yard here on Michael Doyle, who's just stumbled, McNicholas bearing down on goal, shot goes in, actually, he switched it across, or attempted to switch it across to um, Niall Mitchell, and it's gone out for a lame ball, right idea, poor execution, but definitely a layoff. Yeah, yeah he, Michael and himself came out, Michael slipped, you know, he took it, and he put on the burners there, like, very surprised he didn't shoot, and the ball he drilled across the square, it's, it'll tell the, the listeners at home how hard it was because the Westmead player was standing on the edge of the square and it's gone out for a, a sideline ball now so just way over hit like but definitely a let off there Kevin Jack Kavanagh needs options here it's an awkward line ball it's inside his own 45 he may go up the line with it gets a great connection on it in fairness brings play out to the halfway line and it's going to come back in around the Carla Goalmout now because Jack Galvin has uh, aimed it towards Derek McNicholas. McNicholas has been nudging the back from Dermot Bourne. Now, Carlo have argued that they should have had a free force with Michael Dyle going to the ground. It's not worked out. They've complained. And now Westmead have a 21-yard free straight in front of the goal. Yeah, and look, Michael, look, you can feel hard done by there. But to be fair to the ref, he probably was... His, his eyesight and the line of view was probably hard for him. But at the same time, look, the ball is... Look, it's 21 yards out now. It's dead straight in front of the post, and it'll probably be six points to ten now after this. Yep. So standing over is Jack Gillen. Has a few points to his name already. Three, actually, I have him down for here's number four. And Westmead move on to six with Carlo on ten, and we approach the half-hour mark here. 
and uh, a very entertaining game dry conditions as we're saying Carlo with the benefit of a little bit of a breeze in this first half probably doesn't look major from here but still yeah. it's better to have it in your favour so he'll be going in a few points up as Brian Tracy sends it long and it breaks just on the edge of the D again down that far side and Westmead looking to mop it up but Dean Tobin works ever so hard to spoil the ball Westmead do get a second bite at it with Jack Gallivan who breaks out and strikes off the right hand side race for possession here between Dermot Byrne and Joey Boyle Byrne wins that race and also wins the ball brilliant hurling super hurling lovely switch as well over to John Dial and John Dial uses his body to shield uh, doesn't pick up possession but it does break favourably for Chris Nolan Nolan fouled by Dara Egerton told to play on now he's advancing aside the 45 he's heading towards the 21 strikes off the brilliant left score. and that's a super score from Chris Nolan yeah but like Chris is unplayable like that you know he, he got that ball just you know, put the burners on, turns the Westmead back and just smack over the bar. But great work by the backs again and super score Chris Nolan. A big five minutes here now, you know. And a bit of cuteness as well from John Dial. Yes, he was shielding the ball to try to get possession, but it meant the Westmead man didn't get it. So and he's, in, he's in action here now again. He's broken down the puck out. Yeah, John for a rookie is having a great game here. Yeah. He's in the hunt for possession there now again. Making life difficult on Westmead's Angus Clark. But it is Clark who ventures forward. Switch ball in there from Kieran Dyle towards Jack Cullion or Jack Gillen from Cullion, I should say. Westmead with a bit of time to survey the options. Carroll need to get a little bit closer. Cormac Boyle has a go from downtown on the halfway line. Brian Tracy has to deal with this, bats it forward, and Dermot Bourne, yes, you guessed it, has read the breaking ball. Westmead oh, well are not happy over something. I don't quite know what the problem Joe Fortune has down there at the moment but maybe you saw something I didn't yeah and to be fair to Brian Tracy if you had Hawkeye here it would probably be 12 it would probably be 11 points to 7 because he pulled that one definitely down from way over the crossbar but super hurling look to be fair to him he's a super keeper but Dermot Byrne mapped it up and, and we have free here now Brian Tracy goes long this time Chris Nolan underneath it Nolan breaks it down to himself Dara Egerton breathing down his neck Egerton turns over the ball breaks two tackles and uh, his pass was a wayward one. Kevin McDonald goes in. Ted Joyce tried to get a strike off. Did very well to just tip it off the hurl. And John Michael says, I'll have a go from just outside the 65. Is the accuracy there? I think it's just tailing. And yes, it is just tailing, unfortunately. But again, great work. Great work, yeah. Chris Nolan has really have to come and roaring into the game here in the last 15 minutes. And look, Carlo are dealing with everything well at the moment. And look, 32 minutes gone. Big three minutes now before half time. If we could get into half time with a five-point lead, it'd definitely be great, you know. Yeah, six or seven would be nice too, would you? Oh, Jay, here's <laughs> Mac on the ball. Super catch. Yeah, Mac will have a go from downtown. Plenty of sky and snow and schnock yes. and everything on that. But it's gone over the bar. Super score from Kevin McDonald. Carroll, 12 points. Westmead, six. Yeah, he's four points of the game. You know, three from play, one from free. He's having an outstanding game over there in the left half hour position. Westmead again. Surveying the options. They're, they're mad for the short puck out in fairness, aren't they? They're mad for a jab, but you see, that's because they're not turning ball. You know, anything to puck long, Carlo are, are eating it up, you know. Yeah, but now look, they're after eating it on the Westmead 65, in fairness. Here's um, Dermot again, and he's going for this, I'd say now he'll. Super ball. Yeah, a little bit, I suppose, of work to do for Figure Fitzpatrick, and Westmead had an opportunity to cut it out. And now they might get themselves a score with Killian Dyle, who strikes off his favourite left side from just outside the 45, and it's 12 points to 7, James. Yeah, 12 points to 7, look. Probably, you know, it's it's uh, turned over a little bit easy there in, in, in the Westmead half-back line, look, and, and a short ball into Killian Dyle, and he's never going to miss from 60 yards out on his own. Yeah, Still so a 5-point game, 
Yeah, a couple of scores for Killian. Possibly three, actually. I've known for two. We're missing one somewhere, but I think. And what even him with the third. Chris Nolan striking in. Thought about going for the score again. It's, um, it's dropped into Noel Connolly's hands, and he's loads of time to launch this one. Kieran Dial, the intended target. Underneath it was Derek McNicholas as well, but Dylan McBorn once more gets the break. He's been absolutely brilliant at centre half back, and he sends it up towards Dean Tobin, who has uh, lost out on this occasion to Connor Shaw and Dara Egerton. The right corner back plays a lovely switch ball over towards Niall Mitchell. Jack Kavanagh gets a little flick on it crucially. Paul Dyle in there to help out as well. And Connor Keogh. The St Mullins triad here at the moment. Taking care of things for Carlon. They send it down towards Kevin McDonald. Playing at left half four as we said this afternoon. Paul Dyle all the way up from right corner back. Is on the 45 on the terrace side. Flicks it off the left in towards John Michael Nolan. Unfortunately just could not get the hurl to it. And Connor Shaw goes back to Connolly once more. Tommy Dyle now. On the 45. Sends it high and long. Burn underneath it again. Killian Dial on the break. Dial across to his brother Kieran, who has been marked very tightly by Conor Lawler. Had the hurl held for a second. I think the referee is trying to give him an advantage here, and it's a good advantage because Dermot Burn will have a go from just outside the halfway line. Is this coming yep. in? Yes, it yes, is. It Super is. long range score from Dermot Burn. Carlor flying it here. 13 points. To seven as we just trickle into stoppage time. Yeah, Dermot, Dermot Byrne was about 95 yards out there. Like that's a super score. But look, the backs to be fair, the backs are dealing with anything that's thrown at him here, and you know the backs are going really well. And Dermot, Dermot Byrne, Paul Dyle, Connor Lawler, Jack Cavanagh—they're all having super games here. And you know what else having a super game? I think is Michael Kennedy, the referee, because that was a great advantage, and we saw Brilliant, a great yeah. score because of it. Westmead go along this time, asking questions of the Carlow defence is Jack Gillen once more stood up tall. By Paul Dyle. Oh, now there's danger. Oh, great flick in fairness. Uh, I think it was Conor Keogh. Yeah, Conor Keogh, like back there, you know. Saw the danger. You know, super interception. But that'll tell you about tracking back, like, you know, that was super interception. Uh, Jack Gillian was inside on his own there, and, and Conor just cut it out. And look, 65 will take that. And just on Dermot, we'd, we'd like to wish Mag, uh, uh, Mag Byrne all the best there. She was up and down last Sunday there. She felt a bit ill after the match and unfortunately had to go to hospital there for a few days. Um, look, we wish her all the best. She's at all these games, so Mag, wish her all the best there, you know. Yeah, pass on her regards, absolutely. Not too many she misses in fairness. No, to be fair to her, you know. Hurling football, or no, Anywhere, all yeah. over the country. So Westmead with the 65 and Jack Gillen standing over again, looking to bring their tally on to eight. Gillen with the strike and is tailing off to the left, so a let off there on that occasion. Uh, didn't actually cop what the stoppage time was. No, two minutes. I two minutes, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, so we a minute of that gone. Like, if we could get in here at half time with a six point lead, you'd take that because looking at the flags, it's probably a three point win, so. Long ball from Brian Tracy down on top of Dean Tobin. Loose ball. Favours or did favour Westmead momentarily and still has favoured Westmead because Angus Clark burst out of defence, had the absolute misery of marking him years ago in a schools match. Don't want to talk too much about that. Long ball coming in from Kieran Dial. Again towards Killian Dial, the brothers. It's actually not. It's uh, Derry McNicholas mm-hmm. who squares it to Niall Mitchell. McNicholas gets it back again. Looks to switch it across the square once more. Danger here now for Carlo because on the 14-yard line is Kieran Dial, but he's been tracked all the way there by Dermot Byrne. He gets a super flick in. It's out to Shane McGovern. Dean Tobin back on his own 21, trying to give a hand out. Figure fits. Yeah, Figure fits partially again on the loose ball. Feeds Jack having it. Oh, Jack just couldn't hold on to it. 
and here comes Kieran Dial. Dial sends one in off the left, and Dial brings Westmead back to five points. Yeah, and look, just over hit the pass there. You know, Jack Cavanaugh was on his own, just barely skinned off his hand, but you know, turned him super work. He turned over a ball there. There was danger there lurking. Well, Westmead have left Jack Cavanaugh free, so he's taking the puck out from Brian Tracy. He's on, he's on 65 now on the halfway line. Says, Do you know what? I'll have a pop at this, and it's gone out to the right and wide. So. That's one of them situations, you're in range, but sometimes are you better just to pop in front of the full forward line? Yeah, it was on, looking, Jack, you know, Jack, Jack's often done that for Carlo and Samuelis, he's often yeah, popped it over the bar from there, yeah, to yeah. be fair to him, so look, it was on, it was on. Yeah, in fairness, you couldn't say much against him for having to go, but... Uh, it's just, on again with Mac. Oh, oh a lovely little switch inside to John Michael Nolan, he has a yard on Tommy Dyle, and John He's Michael brilliant. Nolan gets onto the score sheet, so 14 points to 8, and that, I would say, is near enough 8 for the first half, as uh, the referee looks at the watch, Noel Connolly is taking his time, I'd say Westmead would be glad to see half-time as well, Carlo uh, getting a bit of momentum once more, Connolly literally in no hurry whatsoever, Michael Kennedy, I think, is going to blow this one as soon as it comes out long, if it comes out long. Eventually it will, because uh, a 1-2 was taken again from that puck out. Jack McCullough underneath, and it's gone out for a Westmead line ball. So we have another phase of play or two with Westmead. The takers of this one underneath us here in the stand with Aaron Craig, the man from St. Oliver Plunkett's. Lovely little switch ball over towards Niall Mitchell. Mitchell couldn't gather because Connor Lawler was breathing down his neck, and Lawler gets a lovely little flick out as well and brings play out to the... Carlos 65 and that is the last action of the first half of this Allianz National Hurling League Division 2A encounter it's Carlo in charge 14 points to 8 in association with uh, Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service Carlo top rates for all types of metal see flynnsmetalrecycling.com James just a, a quick uh, word or two before we hand back to the studio for a break yeah Westmead like um, I'd say Westmead were very disappointed going in there at half time they haven't arrived in Carlo at all yet um you know, the freeze are really keeping a minute. I think they've hit two points from play. Carlo, on the other hand, like 14 points in 35 minutes of hurling. You'll take that to score every two minutes. But um, the, Carlo, they're moving the ball well. The backs are comfortable. But again, we've seen it last, last Sunday with Westmead. You know, a kind of similar situation with Kerry. Okay, they weren't, they weren't that behind. But um, they come out and they just blew Kerry apart in the second half. But definitely, look, it's a three-point wind. It'll be all to play for here in the second half. Car- or Westmead will have the advantage of the wind. But definitely... Going down that tunnel now, Carlo will be the happier to do. Well, I can confirm it wasn't most captain that got the yellow card on the far side because he's down here taking notes alongside John Nolan. And what would we would give to have them two boys on the field to play yeah. this afternoon? And hopefully by the end of the, the whole thing, we'll have them back, you know. But to be definitely, like, to be going down at, or going in a half time six points ahead without the likes of Marty, without the, you know, the lads were missing. And for the likes of John Doyle, the younger lads, Connor Cahoe, like, they're having fine performances out there today. So as we hand back to the studio at halftime here in Netwatch Cullen Park in the Allianz National Hurling Division 2A clash, it's Carlo in charge, leading Westmead by 14 points to 8. KCLR Live Sport. The Alliance Hurling League, Division 2A, Round 2. Carlo versus Westmeath. With thanks to FlynnsMetalRecycling.com. Good for the planet, great for your pockets. Yes, welcome back live here to Netwatch Cullen Park. We are just awaiting the uh, beginning of the second half in this Allianz National Hurling Division 2A encounter. As you join us, Carlo in control against Westmead, leading by 14 points to 8. So, obviously, plenty of positives to go through from the first half, uh, namely James Hickey. Uh, six forwards have scored for Carlo, which yeah. is uh, great to see. Yeah, and we were just referring to last Sunday above and down, like Carlo hit 1, 12, 13 scores. Today, after 35 minutes, to 14 scores, you know, so... 
it's definitely been a sharp improvement for him. And look, they brought the fight today, you know, they brought the cuteness, they're hurling well, they're putting the ball where it should be put, you know, there's, there's, it's not language hurling, it's, it's direct, it's, uh, they're looking for the pocket passes the whole time, and look, six point lead at half time, definitely the happier of the two teams, and as you said, with the six forwards scoring and keeping Westmead forwards at the same time at bay, definitely, um, definitely the happier of the two. Conditions changing now, James, as well. In the second half, we uh, have a bit of rain falling as we speak here in Netwatch Colin Park, so that's going to be a bit of a factor. Carlo did have the aid of that breeze in the first half. Um, will that die a bit with the rain? Will it be trickier? Who knows? Um, Westmead will have the advantage of it. That's all we know. But uh, we have a couple of other scores coming in. So at half time, also in Division 2A, it's down 2-9, Mead 11 points. And uh, just to go through a couple of the other division scores, uh, Waterford 5-12. Leash 11 points at half time, that is a fair score. Uh, Cork 3.12, awfully 8 points. And with 50 minutes on the clock, it's Clare 113, Wexford 112. And it is, of course, a part of a mammoth afternoon's hurling here uh, this afternoon on Casey Lark. Kenny and Tip coming up after this one. So, um, yeah, a big afternoon of hurling, as we're saying, as the two, team, two teams are joining here in Netwatch Colin Park for the second half of yeah. this. So, I'd expect, you know, a big rally here from. Westmead, uh, you mentioned kind of off air, Joe Fortune won't have been too pleased and you know he was getting a bit irate with a couple of decisions in the first half. I'm not quite sure those were things to be getting irate over. I would probably be a bit more annoyed at the fact that maybe the lads weren't up to where they where he believes they should be. So I think they're going to have a big reaction here. So Carlo would have to be ready under toes. Yeah, they were very flat in the first half. Look, that was obvious as where Carlo definitely came out of the traps. Westmead were flat, but um, you know that, that can happen the long journey down this morning. Uh, but look, that's not Carlo's problem. All Carlo can do is Westmead were definitely not at the races. You know, only for Carlo made a few mistakes there. You know, there would have been much more in it. But look, it is what it is, and you know they'll have to answer it now for the next 35 minutes if they want to turn this game around. There will indeed a change on the Westmead side with uh, Alan Cox coming into midfield. We'll confirm who that's for in a moment. Ball in once more. Game on. Carlo leading 14 points to Westmead's eight in association. With Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service Carlo, top rates for all types of metal, see flynnsmetalrecycling.com. With the action, it's Connor Shaw of Westmead, wearing three but playing out around that half back line. Jeremy Bourne at centre back for Carlo has had a massive first half and he has begun the second half in very good form as well, taking out Ted Joyce. Joyce into Chris Nolan. Nolan was held back momentarily, referee says play on and he goes in, rescues possession. For a second time, tries to hand it out, and he's been blown for steps. Yeah, and to be fair to Chris, look, he was getting hardship there, and to be fair, he's such a good hurler, he gets awful hardship. When he gets the ball, there's not one lad on him, you know, it's suddenly there's two or three, and they're always looking for the hit. I thought his jersey was tugged there, that could have easily have been a free in, but look, it is what it is, and Westmead will launch a big one here now. Um, <coughs> I'd say they'll go for the score here, because they're after bringing Neil Mitchell back to take it. Yeah, it's, it's actually Killian Dylan. That's going to go a fair distance. It does have the full distance, but doesn't have the full accuracy. So another wide there for Westmead. It was a big ask, in fairness. A percentage shot. From just outside his own 21, yeah. Brian Tracy goes down the terrace side with Carlo playing into the scoreboard and in the second half. Angus Clark bursting out there from 
that Westmead half-back line feeds Alan Cox the new man in Alan Cox has a go from way downtown and that's gone in and over the bar 14 points to 9 and a good start from Westmead we spoke about this a few minutes ago they're looking very very likely here and I think we'll be looking at a close game in the next 5 or 10 minutes yeah and they're there's a lot of off the ball stuff going on here now they're hitting Carlisle's shoulders they're trying to rev themselves up more so than rev rev Carlo if I'd say yeah well I suppose I think from a Carlo point of view they just need to go back to basics don't they do what they were doing in the first half and keep it simple as Jack Kavanagh anticipates the delivery and feeds Diego Fitzpatrick takes it back from Fitzpatrick and has a go is it going to carry look at the wind holding that one up the Westmead keeper has taken the front of the crossbar that's in the first half it's definitely gone over it's in the story over, yeah. just hung up unbelievably Killian Dyer switching it across to Niall Mitchell has a yard on Conor Lawler Lawler gets a lovely little flick in and picking up the loose ball is Jack McCullough by the sound gales out towards Fig Fitzpatrick standing and striking you don't get away with that at Inter-County Hurling he goes in to try and have another stab at it in fairness he got it back he had home for the mistake and John Dyle flicks it forward towards Ted Joyce and Dean Tobin Westmead break it down with Alan Cox over towards Killian Dyle he'll have a go from the halfway line off the run will he have the accuracy Brian Tracy looks up the umpire looks to his left and he says no so that's a let off again it is a let off and Carlo are deviating a bit now from what they were doing in the first half in the first half they were giving the simple balls off the shoulder and now they're standing they're, they're looking up you know you don't you don't stand in this game you move you know get the head up you move you make the decision while you're on the move you don't have time simple as that like everything is done a little bit quicker so that sharpishness has to come back into the play and come back very, very quickly, which seems a bit naive when Carlo are leading 14 points to 9, but uh, that won't be long changing if things don't pick up a bit. But Westmead having that breeze in the second half. They also have a line ball in front of us here in the stand at Watch Cullen Park, and it is Jack Galvin who will take that. The sun comes back out, the rain has stopped, but uh, underfoot conditions not out tricky from that little fall. Galvin surveys the options. Left hand on top of favours the right side. Doesn't get a great connection. Kevin McDonald, who scored four points from, uh, I won't say from play, he scored three from play, one from a free in the first half. In possession, and the ball ends up down the far side in favour of uh, Chris Nolan momentarily, but Westmead get across there with Angus Clark. Clark to Killian Doyle. Doyle goes off on a solar run. Man from Raharney. Jack Kavanagh turns the ball over on the halfway line. Feeds figure Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is clipped and he goes to the ground. Carroll will have a free with Kevin Mack. And, um, you know, even though it's inside the 65, just where the breeze and all is, he's a bit of work to do here. Well capable, but, you know, has to judge it. Yeah, a small bit of work to do here. But, like, you look at... Um, is it a move forward? No, I don't think The ball just so. went forward, yeah. I think they're hoping they're, you know, gain a few yards. But um, So Chris Nolan and um, Michael Kennedy, the match referee from Tipperary, are having a bit of a chat there. I think Chris is maybe a little bit unhappy about the... <laughs> the marking but you know yeah, all's fair and well in the county all's fair and well yeah look they're, they're manhandling them a lot but um, look this would be a great score now if we get this to settle us again but again Jack Havner got that ball Fikrovic coming off his shoulder just popped it to him moving at pace comes into the tackler tackler fouls him you know very simple stuff here's Kevin McDonald and yes he has the accuracy and the distance gone over the bar 15 points Carlo. Nine points Westmead and five minutes gone here in the second half. Connolly, a little bit ponderous in those pokeouts. He's look as we said, he he's mad for the short one and he does it again. But Angus Clark now delivering it long. Ball breaks in favour of Westmead. 
initially, but then Paul Dyle says, no, that's not happening, and he turns it over. Out comes Dyle again, the man from St. Mullins bursting inside the Westmead 65. He's going to have a crack, and it's going to not work out favourably from a Carlo point of view. Uh, again, the delivery was the best option. Well, yeah, and if you, if you look at Agnes Clark here, Agnes Clark is coming from midfield, dropping into the pocket. They're trying for every sharp hook out. But Carlo are leaving the loose man in the middle. If he drops back a little, you know, because Agnes Clark's just getting in hitting down the field here, they're after turning Carlo over. That's yeah, McNicholas, the experienced campaigner from Lockley and Gales. Has a go from underneath the terrace there, and it doesn't work out fairly. Gone to the left and wide. But they're getting the shots off. They're not really been pressured enough. And it is a worry at the moment. TJ, but like if you look at the shots they're getting off, they're getting near one off inside the Carlos 65. Zone, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? They're high percentages, you know, the ones they're striking, you know, they're 50 50 balls. But Carlo, that's because Carlo backs are dominating here. There's Kevin McDonald has a oh, brilliant look at his pace. And looks to switch it across towards John Michael Nolan. John Michael on the 21, strikes off the right. And um, the less said about that, the better probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's unfortunate. It's on his weak side, but. Um, Triple wide. Super um, switch ball oh, from McDonald and lovely interception from McDonald now as well. He'll have a go this time, but keeper's hands is where it ends up. Yeah, the last couple of minutes has been poor from Karen and other after hitting a couple of aimless wides and dropping a couple into keeper's hands, and now they're going to be punished down here, are they? Yeah, well, Michael Doyle has to be strong, so too does Jack McCullough. McCullough, in fairness, got that loose ball and picks out Michael Doyle. Doyle back to McCullough. Uh, McCullough has Dinner of and spots Dinner of He'll tee things up from his 165. Lovely little switch ball. Chris just couldn't hold on to it here. Dara Egerton, as you said, breathing down his neck and uh, not giving him an inch. Oh, that's a high tackle there from uh, Westmead. I think it was Egerton that maybe clipped the helmet. And Chris has gone to ground and possibly yellow card for Mr. Egerton. Or was it Tommy Dyle? Two of them were in there, Ferris. I think it could be Tommy Dyle. I think it's Tommy Dyle, yeah. Yeah. But look, Chris gets loads of hardship, doesn't he? And, uh, you know, when you have a name like Chris's, Marty, all these lads, you know, when you're high-scoring forward, you know, and every day you're, you're putting scores over the bar, you know, you're always going to be targeted. But to be fair to him, he's getting on with it. And that's where a super temp- temperament comes because, you know, they don't lash back, they don't lash out these lads, they just keep getting on with it. And fair yeah, play to him, you know. Good discipline and fairness. Look, it puts Tommy Lynn under pressure as well. And a few more high balls in between himself and John Mike now. And, like, he's one bad tackle away from yeah. a P45. So, um... Yeah, that's you what know. you want, you know, you want a few balls in there now and you want to dance with him and see what he's, you know, going to bring to the party because, you know, one wrong hand here, you know, or a bit looseness out of the hurdle and he's, you know, going for an early shower. Yeah, well, Chris has uh, recovered anyway, he's up and Kevin McDonald is going to take the free and he'll try to put Carlo back into a seven-point lead here. So the angle is about maybe ten yards to the left of the post. He's midway between... The 45 and 21. Underneath the stand. Yes. And there's the strike. Beautiful. And it's a good one as well. Straight between the sticks. Plays a good bit of golf as well. Yeah, we may have a new postman. <laughs> yeah. Postman, of course, uh, Mr. Dennis Murphy, who soldiered long and hard for Clovan County. Apparently that's it. He's retired. I don't think we've seen the last of him just yet, but let's see how that progresses. Great take from Conor Lawler. Comes out there from the fullback position. Goes off on a solo run. And uh, picks out Connor Keogh. Keogh on the Westmead 65. Strikes off the left. It's 2-1-2 two two inside. Chris Nolan just couldn't take it first time. Tommy Doyle has him off the loose ball. And goes back to his goalkeeper, Noel Connody. Very composed play from Connody. And a good touch from Angus Clark on the edge of the D. Skips outside Dean Tobin. 
and sends it up to Killian Dial. Good play through the hands from Westmead. Dial couldn't play the ball, and Carlo Hunting and Pax with it. Jack Havnett turned it over. Now it's Kevin McDonald. McDonald with the hand pass off the right hand side. Dean Tobin with a strike off the right hand side, and Dean Tobin just goes to the right. And uh, in fairness, good team play. Ah, brilliant team play, yeah. But like if you were Tommy Manali, wouldn't you be absolutely delighted with the finding Connor Lawler? Like Connor Lawler is outstanding there today at fullback. He's been brilliant and like, he's been brilliant, a yeah. serious operator. Yeah, he is like you know, you look at his C V he is, you know, it's a fairly well listed one, you know, you'd be a while reading it, but Connor Lawler today he's like he's not giving them a smell of it. Yeah, and look it's it's probably six, seven years since Connor's been there. Pat English was the last time I think he was in with the with the county. So um he's been some servant to uh both courts. Yeah, you know, and the hurlers gain is footballers lost like you know you you'd love if he was back with the footballers as well because you can see they're missing him but yeah. like to be fair like it's great for him you know and it's great for Carlo Town to have him hurling and you know it's it's it can only bode well for the club as well yeah to, to have I suppose the lads the one under 15s and, and minors and stuff looking up at that they're yeah. thinking right I'll have a piece of that yeah and he's an honest old fella too you know there's air, no airs of grace about him he just gets on with it you know he was the same with the footballers and I'll never forget that call he got again Kildare to put us into the Leinster semi-final a few years back memorable stuff timeless stuff Jack Havnett with the line ball goes as far as John Michael Nolan he looks to switch it across poor pass it has to be said picking it up there was uh, Aaron Craig wearing five but playing at left half back there's um, Joey Boyle going off on a solo run takes a few steps great pressure from Carroll turn it over and again Vigus Patrick with the loose ball one on one inside here now Chris Nolan versus Dara Egerton Nolan looks favourable so far takes a bit of a swipe off Egerton takes a bit of contact and in fairness Egerton did get something on the ball then well but not getting something on the ball was Jack Galvin so free in Chris Nolan he had to work hard for that one yeah he surely had to work hard for it but you can see what Carlo have done now Carlo have seven, they're seven points up on the board there's 23 minutes left in the second half Carlo are starting to drag everyone behind the 65 leave a bit of space inside for Chris you know they're playing very direct hurling now and you know they're starting to ask questions of Westmead but Westmead are struggling here at the moment you know it's hard to see Westmead getting back into this game unless they get a goal yeah, big time. So, uh, reminder, the coverage is in association with Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service, Carlo. Top rates for all types of metal. See flynnsmetalrecycling.com. James? That's a poor miss there from that free. Look, he was he was 21 yards out. He was about 10 to the left of centre. And, look, he plays the wide at the near post. He'll be disappointed with that one, Kevin Mack. Yeah, 12 in the second half gone with 16-9. Carlo still in command. And don't forget, um, there is a man of the match competition here today. You could get yourself a three-course meal for two people at Chuck Dolman Pub and restaurant in the heart of Carroll. James Hickey, the analyst here, will announce his choice for man of the match at the end of today's game. In order to be in the hunt for the meal uh, on tomorrow, tomorrow's uh, case of our breakfast, text James's choice, which he'll give at the end of this match, plus your name, 083-306-9696, and today's prize could well be yours. Staying with the play now again, it's going to be a line ball in favour of Westmead. And a uh, bit of a, an argument over who's going to take it, but uh, Kieran Dyle is... In the end, just inside the Carlo 45, he goes short to Aaron Craig. Craig going off on a bit of a solo run and a good pressure there from John Dial. Carlo win themselves a line ball now. So again, to look, that's that's a great example of it, isn't it? Yeah, to work real with Carlo has been, you know, it's a difference here. You know, they're working harder. Yeah, they're playing the smarter hurling as well, but, you know, work rate, none of it happens if you don't have the work rate, and definitely Carlo, you know, they're emptying the tanks out there. Mm-hmm. You'll probably sure see, are. you know, the bench being empty shortly to, you know, get a few fresh legs in there. Jeremy Bourne, who's been absolutely massive 
in this game and uh, contender for one of the matches ah, yeah, without be, giving away our yeah, selection. To be, to be fair, yeah, he's, <laughs> look, he's, he's been consistent there, you know, from start to finish so far anyway, he's been outstanding, you know. Yeah. Other lads have come in and gone out, but look, Fikra Fitz, Kevin Mack, John Doyle, you know, a lot of lads holding well today. Jack Cavanagh is having an outstanding game at wing-back as well. Yep. Westmead looking to uh, clear their lines. Cara looking to turn it over deep in their half, but Westmead are having none of it. Aaron Craig sets them on the attack. Great play again from Paul Doyle. He's having a good tussle as well, and he's getting the bend he is, isn't yeah. he? He's playing on the front foot. Yeah, from the front, yeah. yeah. Tommy Doyle takes one out of the sky. And switches across to Killian Dial, two Carlo men after him. Skips inside both of them in fairness and gets a strike away. Only as far as Dermot Bourne, who's there in front of Derry with Nicholas. And he hands it out to Connor Keogh. Carlo midfield been very, very busy. Keogh down as far as John Dial. Dial will have a go off the right from underneath the terrace side. Is that going to come in? Ah, that's a ah, that's super score today. from John Dial. And do you know what? Right in front of where the same one is meant to be as well. They yeah. loved it. That's how I knew it was going over. You can see the clap. 100%. But what I like about uh, Paul Dial's performance here today, Paul wouldn't be really noted from playing from the front. Look, he'd be a full back, you know, he'd be holding the square. Today, you know, you love backs to play like that, you know. They play in front. Look, if it goes by me, it goes by me. But I'm playing from the front for here. I'm taking it to the forward. And, you know, he's hurling really well. And John Dial, he passed that ball up to John. And John got a super score. Yeah. 17 points Carlo and 9 points Westmead. 15 minutes gone here in the second half. Like this is as good as performance as I've seen from Carlo in a while, you know. Yep. Team-wise, balanced, everything. And a lot of these young lads are asking the questions today. Jack McCullough, Fikra, Conor Keogh, John Dial, these lads. So, like, this is boding well. I know there's only 15 minutes gone in the second half, but, you know, so far it's been good. Has indeed. Jack McCullough from Bangor Sound Gales. Flicks one forward to Fikra Fitzpatrick. Patrick looking for runners. One of those is John Dye, but the pass wasn't wonderful. And Aaron Craig intercepts, and it's going to be a free for Aaron Craig. And uh, another change for Westmead. So in comes uh, Charlie McCormick from Castle Hollard. He's going to come in instead of Kieran Dial. And again, in fairness, uh, Owen McCabe is coming as well. I'd say. Yeah, like that's an indictment of how good Michael Dial has been too. That's you know. Yeah, like Second chance, yeah, it is on McCabe for who else is coming? We don't see anyone making their way off just at the minute. Like it's not every day you see Killian Dale coming off with 20 minutes to go. No, Kieran, like yeah, and, yeah. and the, the two of them are good. Oh, the two of them are good, yeah. Serious hurlers. I think they won. Maybe they didn't win a failure. The Castletown gig and win a failure, I think, going back years ago. I think Angus Clark was on that team. So um, was it serious it? hurlers? Or else it was yeah, the no, it was Raharney, yeah. Yeah, so Kier, it's Kieran Dyle anyway for yeah. uh, Charlie McCormick, but uh, Owen McCabe as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll get uh, an eye on who that's for. There's John Dyle now again. Yep. And he's in on his own breaking ball, in fairness. He's a handful. Jack McCullough tries to flick it forward. Westmead intercept. Jack Galvin sending it up towards Niall Mitchell. Takes a first time. Tries to skip past Conor Lawler. Lawler's having none of it. And Mitchell is forced to recycle. Dermot Bourne tracking back. Intercepted the ball from Joey Boyle. And Jack Kavanagh on the loose one goes back to Brian Tracy. Super interception. That's a um, possible goal scoring chance otherwise. Yeah, Dermot done powerful there. Now here comes Galvin from the right half back position. It's gone to the right and wide. Yeah, but like if you look at it, the balance of any team has to come from your 3 and 6. Our 3 and 6 today are just dominating. 
Yeah, so you know, not this yeah. fine. And you know what? We questioned the midfield. We said, how would you do against the experience? Because Cormac Boyle and Angus Clark have been around for uh, a long, long time. time. Our midfield has been on top. Oh, yeah, yeah. 3, 6, you know, eight, 8, 9, you know, outstanding. Conor Keown, Fiegel, Patrick, Bodham flying it in this one. So, again, it's a, an 8-point lead with 17 minutes gone for Carlo in this second half. Because 17 points 9, like, you know, 90% of them from play, you take that, you know, it just shows the dominant. I think when we when we spoke about this game on the left wing back podcast last Monday night when you were on, I don't know that we, we see this kind of coming. So it's like we knew there was going to be a big performance, but and the game is not won by any means. No. Right? But they're looking very very good here at the moment, and as you say, it's a good performance as you've seen from Carl Hurdle team for a while. So yeah. far anyway. Yeah, like look to me, we you said to you know someone downtown today, you'd be eight points up with what 15 minutes to go. You'd say, geez, you take that. Yeah, absolutely, especially you know, with you know Westmead having the breeze in the second half. Now. A couple of more changes. McCabe is going to come in for Westmead. So too is Johnny Birmingham wearing four. Uh, he didn't actually start, obviously, because Shane McGovern came in. Like this, this is a Leinster Championship outfit that you're looking at here in Westmead versus a Joe Mack team, you know, in transition. Jack Hamlin has done brilliant there to keep that in play. Sends a long high ball in on top of John Doyle. And the linesman... Yep, Carlo Ball. I think he's given a Carlo Ball. Yeah, look, it's going to be a tricky ask. Would Jack have a fancy pop of that? Is it a bit too far forward for him? Kevin McDonald wouldn't be too shabby at the meter. I think yeah, Stone Mike is going to ha- have a, a pop out of that. Yeah, to be fair, you tell Jack, you know, Jack's legs nowadays, you know, the less <laughs> you get Jack to do the better because he's he's playing really well at wing back, isn't he? You yeah, know? I think I think he is, yeah. And I remember a few years ago with St. Mullins, they put him back there when they've been winning a few championships and it, tr- it seemed to transform him at the time, you know. John Michael he's the old dog, yeah. <laughs> there is need. <laughs> you can say what you like about him, you're allowed to him. I yeah. won't get away with it. <laughs> no, no, Jack won't mind. I'm sure Jack's delighted to be still going so well. Ah, absolutely, yeah. Angus Clark, in fairness, is still plucking away for Westmead and trying to make things happen. Dermot Bourne, again, though, sees up that loose ball and sends one down. And Tommy Doyle, it's like a game of tennis here at the moment. Derry with Nicholas has a go off the right, just inside the halfway line. And it's just come in at the late. <laughs> I suppose the last minute for want of a better phrase uh, 17 points Carroll, 10 points now Westmead 20 minutes gone in the second half and McCabe is going to come in for Joey Boyle from Raharney. Yeah this is a big 15 minutes now you know like if we could come over here in 15 minutes time with two points on the board you know that would be brilliant because this one I suppose to be a question mark over this one at the start of the year so you know you'll like this would be a massive result especially for the young lads what I do for them so mm-hmm. hopefully now over the last 15 minutes they can push on yeah, and uh, a free for Carlo, which uh, Brian Tracy might have a pop at, I'd say. Is it in the compass? I, I'd say it probably is, even though there is a significant breeze there. He's sorting out with the first cousin here at the moment. Self in sledge. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's going to take it. Yeah, yeah. Answer, look, we've seen him do it before. Elements are against him, but uh, I think he's capable anyway and definitely worth having a crack and if anything it kills a minute or two yeah and we've been lucky like down through the years you know we had Frank before him who was capable of doing the same thing Frank Foley you know and to be fair to Brian he's often done this now here he comes great strike does he have the accuracy umpires have a good long yep. hard look yes he does great score from Brian Tracy the Carlo goalkeeper so 18 points Carlo 10 points Westmead but what I liked about that was like he took the ball and there was other people looking taken. he was like no didn't even entertain it this is mine Pogo taking danger here for Carlo. It is Killian Doyle. No, it wasn't Killian Doyle. It was McNicholas, I think, bearing down on goal. 
Yep. Look, he took one for the team there, definitely the right call. 21 yards out there and down on goal. Yeah, in fairness, he had to do it, like, because like, that's a momentum changer, and I don't think he's going to have a crack at this, is he? You know, they're eight points down, there's 13 minutes left in the clock. And Carlo aren't really filling the line, are they? The four on it. No, yeah, the strike goes in, takes the point in the end. Uh, yeah, so look, uh, still seven points in it, 13 minutes to go. 18 points to 11 is the score. Carlo in front, and don't forget, coming up at 3.45, Kilkenny versus Tipperary. So uh, a mammoth afternoon of hurling here on uh, Casey Law scoreline. Yeah, but seven points isn't really much in hurling. I know it's great when you have the lead, but like, you know, a couple of minutes, that can be dwindled back. Well, James, I do recall a Christering final in 08 when Carlo were maybe nine or ten points up, and uh, Westmead came back and brought the game to extra time. Carlo subsequently won. But uh, just goes to show what can change, especially with these two counties involved. Yeah, yeah, and just hurling nowadays, you know, like you're you're never safe eight, ten points, you know, because anything can happen. Like it can be gone in five minutes. Yeah, sure can. Yeah, so standing over this one is uh, Jack Gillen and Johnny Burlingham goes back to Mark. Ted Joyce, he's entered the fray here. Right, so Gillen very patient over this. There's the lift, there's the strike from just inside his own 65. Has he got the accuracy? Yep. Yes, he has. So all of a slapper back to a six point game. A game, as I said, in association with Flynn's Metal Recycling Skip Service, Carlo. Top rates for all types of metal. See Flynn's Metal Recycling. Don't forget the Man of the Match competition as well in association with Chuck Dolman Pub and Restaurant located in the heart of Carlo. James Hickey's going to name his Man of the Match just at the end of this one and then tomorrow morning on Casey Law Breakfast. You text uh, James's choice and your name to 083-306-9696 and that prize of a three-course meal for two could well be yours. Back with the action. And a bit of a break in play at the moment. James, uh, I suppose... It's been it's been a kind of an interesting second half in the sense that Westmead came out of the blocks quicker. Did they get enough in that period? Will that prove costly? Yeah, Still well, a good bit to go. There is yeah, what's happening here now is what happened in the first half. Carlo foul here now and it's another free to Westmead with the wind on their own sixty five. Like just getting a bit rugged, you know, a needless foul and, and you know, we had that for ten minutes as well in the first half and it let Westmead back into it. So we need to eradicate that from our game quickly. So that's a long ball in from Jack Gillen, which has gone to the right and wide. So Brian Tracy in no major panic. The formation for the pokeouts is interesting, isn't it? Like um, crowd the middle. Yeah. Four yeah. across the half hour line, three across the middle of the field. Yeah. So the four in the half hour line. You're looking at Chris Nolan, Kevin McDonald, Dean Tobin, on the far side John Dye with the two inside left in there, two on two. Ted Joyce and John Michael Nolan. I suppose the idea is to break out to the sides in general with that tactic. Is Carlo probably feel like they're coming out with more rook ball when it hits the deck? Carlo are quicker to react. They're picking them loose balls. They're winning the majority of breaking balls. So I'd say that's that's the tactic. That's what they're trying to do and getting inside in quickly. Strange, ball. Strange that Westmead don't go zone with that though. Yeah. You know, with all the movement, if you hold station, then you know whoever's in that zone goes and attacks it. You know, maybe that's gone to their detriment, perhaps. Maybe it is gone to their detriment. Yeah. And look, the referee is blowing Westmead here for a throwing ball. So just a big opportunity now, middle of the field. They should slow it down, let Brian come back up and take this one. Yep. And that indeed is the plan, because Brian is making his way forward, has a point to his name already. So just looking down through it, James, I think we've got, what's that one, two, three, four, we've 
Is that 13 scores? Am I right in saying that? One, two, 12 anyway. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 12 scores, yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's a fair going in, in any game of hurling at any level. So, Brian Tracy looking to add to his tally. Free from the halfway line. Central enough. Yep. Strike is good. Is the accuracy good? No, I thought for a second the umpire was the going for the flag. One, yeah. one going for the flag and one was going to wave away, but wide is the outcome in the end. Marginally, I'd say, as well. As Terry McNicholas looks to double on the ball, and uh, Paul Doyle says, Nope, I'll take the loose one. Dishes it out to Connor Kyo. Lovely ball from Connor Kyo in on top of John Michael Nolan and Tommy Doyle. It's been some tussle, in fairness. And Doyle wins this particular duel. And now Paul Doyle rises and gets a hurl on it, breaks it down to Michael Doyle. No relation, two different clubs. Michael Doyle, Mullins surrenders the captain, and Paul Doyle, of course, of St. Mullins. And completing. The trio on the full back line is Conor Lawler coming out for full back and he flicks it out to Jack Kavanagh. Kavanagh has to go back to Brian Tracy. Tracy has options. One of those is Conor Lawler again. Neat bit of play. Carlos still on the 21. And Lawler goes straight down the middle. Uh, Ted Joyce not quite anticipating that. But a person who was was Fieger Fitzpatrick. Not for the first time today I might add. And he picks out. John Doyle strikes off the left again John Michael Nolan is the target again Tommy Doyle rises with him and again the ball breaks in behind and Dean Tobin versus Shane McGovern is the tussle and Dara Egerton says do you know what you batted out and I'll have the loose ball back it goes to the goalkeeper that of course is Noel Connolly. long ball from Aaron Craig Conor Lawler underneath Niall Mitchell there as well Lawler gets the hurl to it wins his free well done Conor Lawler well done Conor Lawler yeah Look, they're composed there in the backs. You know, the crowd are getting agitated there for a minute because the way they were kind of playing it around the backs. But, like, that's your composure, you know, and you need composure at this level. Yeah, that's what it's all about, I suppose. And, you know, we were speaking about Westmead having a bit of that at the start, but you nearly forget how um, experienced Carl are as well in their own right. Like, Paul Dyle, Michael Dyle, they've been around. <laughs> were Bourne, Jack Cavanaugh, all these lads are... Yeah, but and I suppose I mean? today what you were looking for, and I suppose with so many gone, you're looking for your leaders to bump the lads who's been there a while. And to be fair today, the, all the leaders are playing well. The R&D can Carl get themselves a goal. Go Kevin McDonald! Oh, a super goal from Kevin McDonald. You talk about Risty Hurlers, that ball broke. He took a little flick off in a one-handed, doubled on it again with the second touch into the back of the net. 118, Carroll, 12 points Westmead. Super wrist action. Yeah, the ball came in. He went to catch it and it bubbled over his hand and he flicked it like you flick a tennis ball off the ground. It came back straight up into his hand and he flicked it into the net. Super goal. Look, six minutes left here, 118 to 12 points. You'd wouldn't be hoping out. you'd see this out now. Wouldn't look out place in Wimbledon. Roger Federer style in fairness and he has had some afternoon of play so I think that brings him on to 1-6 yeah and Paul Coley's gone in there now for Dean Holman yeah and another man who has plenty of experience Carroll looking to see this one out 7 minutes left 1-18 Carroll 12 points Westmead Carroll in possession again it is Paul Coley now who takes a pass from John Dyle Paul perhaps caught in two minds for a moment as Johnny Birmingham intercepts across his full back line picks out Aaron Craig Craig back to Tommy Doyle and uh, a bit of a late hit there on uh, Tommy or on Aaron Craig so it's going to be a free for Westmead just outside their own 21 so they're not in any mad panic to, to hit it incidentally but look Carroll in a good position not just on the scoreboard but positionally wise in their own defence Dinner Bourne standing as a free man just in front of Paul Doyle 
and Conor Lawler. That's what you want to see at this stage of the game, and no goals. No goals, yeah. You know, if we can see this out without Westmead getting a goal, you know, it'll be brilliant because Westmead are definitely going to need a goal now to win this game. They are indeed. To even Here's bring Chris, him back into it. Chris Nolan has all the time in the world, has a go off the left from underneath that's the stand, brilliant. and that's gone straight between the posts. Another contender for score today. Yeah, that's what that's what Chris brings to the party. Like you know, that's in that's probably in the artillery bag every day. You know, and it's just when when you have your forwards doing that, you know, you're you're always going to take Peyton super score, Chris Nolan. He's a fair man at a party as well, I believe. Here's a long ball from Aaron Craig, intercepted by uh, Derry by Nicholas. Or not intercepted, taken, I should say, and he picks out. Killian Doyle and Doyle has a go and uh, in fairness that's not too shabby either oh that's a great score there yeah look 119 13 points 31 minutes on the clock you know a big 5 minutes now hopefully we'll see this one out yeah it looks like it's going to be another change on the Carlos side here I think it's uh, Scott Tracy from Dave Owen who is possibly going to enter the fray John Doyle and Paul Cody in around that loose ball. Westmead have bodies in there too. One of those is Aaron Craig, but Paul Cody gets a pop pass out to John Dyle. He has a go and it's just gone to the right and wide. So the change will be a Michael man for a Michael man. It is Scott Tracy of Navon for John Michael Nolan of Navon. And um, I've enjoyed that tussle. Look, uh, John Michael has, has only got a point, but he's caused a lot of hardship, which has led to other scores, hasn't he, in fairness? He is, yeah, look, and he's only back in a couple of weeks, so his match practice, match fitness is probably not where it needs to be, but like, he was definitely for us today, you know, having him in there is, was a massive, massive plus. And if we had Adam for maybe the 70 minutes last Sunday above in Ballycran, we could have four points on the board. So here's a dangerous ball and a stealth hit by Paul Doyle. He bats it down to Jack McCullough. McCullough plays the ball off the turf to get it back into the hand. Strikes off the left down the stand side to pour, towards uh, Paul Cody. In goes Cormac Boyle. And now we switch. Charlie McCormack from Castle Pollard put under serious pressure by a number of Carlo players. Connor Shaw now trying to break a couple of tackles. John Doyle tracking back and in the end it was booted forward by Shaw but only as far as Jack Kavna. Kavna goes long. Chris Nolan will be underneath it. Nolan gets it straight out of the sky. Goes off on a run. Has been fouled. Referee says play on. Nolan says I'll strike it off the left and Nolan says I'll have myself a four point of the afternoon. He's on fire now. Yeah, looks super score and you know, they're just, you know, their, their passing is, is immense. Jack Havner got that ball. He looks up the field, puts it straight across to Chris. Chris takes it straight over the bar. Like, that sharpness, you know, it's hard to it's hard to compete with that. You definitely, you know, you have to be on your A game to compete with this level of hurling. Sure do. Another Westmead man that has come off the bench is uh, Owen McCabe, as you said a few minutes ago, and he's won himself a free now. So Killian Dyer will look to bring it back to within nine points. 120-13, so... Yeah, you're looking at the tally, it's it's definitely a bit more um, pleasing on the eye than, than last week's tally, albeit different conditions too, just to put out there. Yeah, look, they've broke the 20-point barrier, that's so important at this, in any level, you know, you have to be breaking that 20-point barrier, because if you score 20 points, you're going to win a lot of matches, but um, look, it's been, a, it's been a super performance on the back of last Sunday, and they've definitely answered the critics, and you know... I don't know why myself as I spoke about Monday night there was critics because you look at the new faces out there today Oh dangerous James it's dropped in around the square Brian Tracy saw it in fairness I don't know how he saw it because the sun is beaming down straight on top of him Westmead now are thinking about a goal they're throwing everything at Carlo but Jack McCullough is equal to the task and he picks out Conor Keogh this lad hasn't stopped running all game in fairness 
he sends one in towards uh, Scott Tracy Tommy Doyle is there as well that's definitely a little and large situation <laughs> in fairness it's like uh, a bantam wave versus a heavyweight in there now and the ball has broken loose but now in favour of Chris Nolan who has a go off the left again he was hooked by Connor Shaw and uh, in comes Fico Toole now for Carlo in place of uh, Ted Joyce so yeah it's been I suppose uh, a pleasant afternoon so far in association with Flynn's Metal Recycling and Skip Service Carlo sponsors uh, top rates for all types of metal to see Flynn's MetalRecycling.com James we're getting near the uh, Chalk Dolman Man of the Match and um, who's your choice? Well I suppose look Conor Lawler Jim McBurn Kevin Mack Fikra Conor Kyo, John Dyle they've all been outstanding but just for the goal I suppose it's one good for Mack uh, Dermot, Dermot probably very unlucky to lose out with that goal from Mack you know it probably you know it's, it's going to be the difference in, in, in seeing the game out and um, yeah Kevin Mack is my choice as man of the match ok the Chuck Donovan man of the match is Kevin McDonald so uh, yeah in order to enter that competition then tomorrow morning on Casey Law Breakfast you need to mention Kevin McDonald James's choice as man of the match and your name send it to 083-306-9696 in a text and that prize for a meal for two in Chalk Dolman could well be yours. Uh, a three-course meal as well, I might add. So, uh, tasty. Staying with the action again. Westmead have got a point since. 121 to uh, 13 is the, the score. And uh, they're going to have another free for themselves here now as well. Yeah, and on the back of this, look, Thursday night is going to be huge as well for, for Carlo IT. And... You know, wouldn't it be great to get to win there and to be in the Fitzgibbon Cup final next Saturday? You know, and St. Carlo too, and such a, such a prestigious, you know, tournament. And, you know, it, it's meaning to GA players and Gales all over Ireland. But um, I'd like to have a few Carlo players involved. You know, it's, it's going to be monumental. And, you know, there's talks of Marty being back for that. You know, that today just came that bit too soon for him. And hopefully, if, if he's good, if, you know, he, he'll be playing. And to have Chris, you know, and, and, and the boys... Uh, you know, it's going to be a great occasion Thursday night. Yeah, the very best look to them indeed. I think Keen Dyle is on the panel as well. Yeah, Keen. And we've a, we have a couple of more, just not uh, quite coming to mind at the moment, but I know there is definitely uh, a good contingent there. So we're into stoppage time. We're going to have five minutes, and uh, once this is over, we are going to uh, Central Stadium with a few hour breaks to take, but uh, we will be bringing you coverage of uh, Kilkenny and Tipperary as well, which is going to be a cracker. It always is, in fairness. It is, yeah. And look, Kilkenny... You know, Kilkenny will be looking to get two more points on the board. Look, it was disappointing to see Ballyhill lose yesterday. Obviously, great for Ballygunner to win, but when you just see so much decoration, you know, below in uh, Ballyhill, mm. them players so well decorated with, with the amount of medals they have, and just to see afterwards the distraughtness of them, it'll just tell you, like, that one meant as much to them as the other nine, but. um. Look, unfortunately it wasn't meant to be and look, but they'll be back in throwing their weight with Kilkenny and looking forward to seeing them back in the black and amber as well. Yeah, a real touch of class and fairness too afterwards with the, the well wishes to Bally Gunner. So and they're just a class outfit, you know. In the meantime, John Doyle is taking a puck out straight out of the sky for a car to look to uh, hand pass it off and Westmead have turned it over with Aaron Craig. They're not going away in fairness. It's still Carlo 121, Westmead 13 points and Westmead have another free in now. About... Uh, 35 yards out to the right hand side and 
look, they'll, they'll have to go for it, but this one is, is really gone on them. And in fairness, uh, while a victory was never out of Carlo's range, I think the uh, margin is definitely a surprise. Yeah, look, Westmeadle. Westmead will have to go away, you know, and do a lot of soul searching after this. On today's performance, you wouldn't think it was Westmead that were going to play in the Leinster Championship. You'd think it was Carlo was going to be getting ready for the Leinster Championship. So look, but look, it's still early, and look, it's it's still only league at the end of the day. And look, by no means, like, by no means will they be absolutely distraught. But at the same time, they'll have to ask themselves a few hard questions because this has been very disappointing of them today. But on the other side, on the flip side for us, delighted with the younger lads, just how they have settled in. The big names for us for the last few years, Dermot, Jack Cavanagh, John Michael, all them outstanding today again. So, look, a great mixture there, and with lads to come back into the fray, it bodes well for the future. You know, really looking forward to the Joe Mack this year. Yeah, it does indeed. That free was uh, stopped by the Carroll defence. It was an effort from Jack Gillen. And Carroll now on the attack, looking to add another score or two. We just about two minutes, I'd say, left. And that should be that. As Dermot Bourne looks to strike another one forward, and again the man has been powerful. Outstanding, yeah. Like look, 121, you'd be delighted with that, you know. Right, so it's 14 points to 120 is actually the correct score. Marty Hardy right. has just um, uh, informed everyone there. So uh, yeah, look at, at the same time, still not too bad. Uh, you certainly take it beforehand, <laughs> absolutely, says you. But uh, yeah, look, it's, it's going to be it's going to be good for twists and turns in this division. It's never simple. That's no. always the way it is. And we'll keep an eye on the other score as well. Down we're playing Mead. Down we're 2-9 to 11 points up at half time. As Chris Nolan sends in another one, but it's just gone to the right and wide. Yeah, like, and we'll have a huge game here now in two weeks' time against Kerry. Because, like, Kerry and Westmead are obviously, you know, at, at the start of this league campaign, they'll probably be the two that Carlo will be looking at as, look, if we could pick up four points off them, you know, it'd be huge for us. So, look. One of them is ticked off now, so look, the tension will turn to Kerry, get the injuries cleared up and have a big game here in two weeks' time against Kerry. Oh, there's a super catch from Niall Mitchell. He's been taken down. It's going to be penalty. a penalty to Westmead. A penalty to Westmead with one minute of additional time remaining. It's uh, Carlo 120, Westmead 14 points, so perhaps a chance to bring it back to within six points anyway. Just another score to bring you before this penalty is taken. It's currently down 218, Mead 119. That's deep in the injury time as well. So down looking very good to make it two from two, but uh, not quite over just yet. Two point lead is obviously a dangerous one. That's Carlo. With Brian Tracy will look to try to keep out this penalty. Standing over it will be Jack Gillen. And uh, is it Conor Lawler? I think that's going to get a card. Looks like he's been spoken to by. Yeah. Michael Kennedy, the referee, and this is the yellow card for Conor Lawler. Now, look, just take the yellow and get on with it, I suppose. We don't want to be losing anyone. Um, so, Brian Tracy versus Jack Gillen, with time just about up. Westmead looking to bring it back to within six points. Strange stance here from Jack Gillen. He's just standing over, no big run up, roll, lift, strike goes in, strikes a super, in fairness, and it's gone to the back of the net. So, uh, 120. To 114. Uh, no green flag gone up, incidentally, but <laughs> definitely no. went to the back of the net anyway. 41 minutes gone on the clock. I, I don't know where he got the six minutes out of, but um, however. Brian Tracy takes the puck out. Referee Michael Kennedy looks at the watch. And that is the last action of this Allianz National Hurling Division 2A encounter. Carlo getting their first couple of points on the board, and they've won this one by 120 
to 114. James, just very quick thoughts before we hand over. The lads are on standby in Central Stadium. Yeah, super performance. Look, definitely massive going forward, you know, to, to take West Mead really apart. Like, the penalty probably put a gloss on it at the end, but, you know, to, to do that to a, an established West Mead team, definitely a great performance, bodes well for the future. And as we said earlier, just a mixture, the blend of youth and experience, the youth just absolutely delighted with you settled in today and look um, onwards and upwards look forward to Kerry here in two weeks time onwards and upwards indeed so as we come back to the studio just to confirm Carlo off the mark in the Allianz National Hurling League for 2022 the defeat of Westmead on a scoreline of Carlo 120 Westmead 114 back to you lads KCLR Live Sport The Alliance Hurling League Division 2A Round 2 Carlo versus Westmeath With thanks to FlynnsMetalRecycling.com Good for the planet Great for your pockets You've been listening to Big Game Live A podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie To bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries As broadcast on KCLR We've got more sports podcasts on offer Including The Clash, Actor, GAA Podcast The Football Manager Football Show The Knock On and Scoreline Extra All available in the KCLR app and online At Scoreline.ie